So welcome, listeners, to a special episode of Re-Educating Dad, the cross-generational talk show. My name is Tony Coe, a.k.a. Big Tone. I'm usually joined by my co-host, Little Tone, my daughter, but unfortunately she's not feeling up to it today. She's still uh, suffering from the long COVID, the dreaded long COVID, which has really taken hold of her, and uh, I'm afraid it's a bad day for her today. But I'm delighted to say that I am joined again by my very bright and gracious grandson, Ben. (laughs) How are you today, Ben? Yeah, good, thank you. I've been at school for the last week, so for the first time in a while, so a a little bit exhausted. But um, How's it been going back to school after all this time? It's been a a nice change. It's been a nice change. It's, It's hard to... It's hard to go back to school and then not and not see the um the infection rate of COVID rising just from what I've seen. Really? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, especially like. How on do the you bus. mean? How do how are you seeing it rise? Uh, well, I'm just I'm looking at the bus and I'm seeing like because I take the bus with I go to a, to a college, but I, I take the same bus as, as secondary school children, and I just see them all like t- like ten of them huddled around in, in what can be like two meters. Um, and and then I go to school. The, the the problem is it's it. There's no restrictions in the actual lesson, so it's hard to, for children to be told to like social distance outside of lessons when in lessons they're not. Um, so whether whether or not it has a massive effect, because obviously children are the least a risk. Well, there is still a risk, but it is hard to see the infection rate at least not a little bit rising well we're all on we're all on eggshells yeah because <laughs> we really don't want to no i don't continue but... like this do we we no, really no, don't no. want to continue like this so uh, let, let's hope that we can weather this mm. so anyway we, it's a special episode because we have a special topic to discuss um and it's a shame that uh, little tone isn't here but in a way um maybe that's going to work out well because there's a lot to talk about on this topic. We are going to discuss that interview. <laughs> now, you, if you haven't heard about that interview, you must have been under a rock or something. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it's very big global news. I've got people, uh, you know, contacts and friends and colleagues uh, messaging me from Canada, from the United States. It's all that be, it's all that's being talked about in my my school as well. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's uh, well. This that's where we can go with this. Yeah. I'm, I, what what you know? This is a obviously a cross generational discussion. We normally have three generations, uh, or we have for a, a good many episodes, three generations represented. Myself as the old timer, uh, little tone as a thirty something, and and you as the uh, newly qualified adult. Um, but today it's. We're at the opposite, most extreme polarized ends of that <laughs> generational spectrum. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Well, I'm fascinated to find out what your views are, not only on the interview itself between uh, Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan, and uh, Oprah Winfrey, probably the greatest talk, not talk show, uh, interviewer in the, in the world, I would think. Um, to get your view on that and also on the future of the monarchy. So I'm going to ask you about that. Well, first, we'll probably talk about the interview first. Uh, mm. But I, I would I would frame, I would start this out because I, I chose this topic. So I'll 
do the heavy lifting at the beginning <laughs> anyway. Uh, I've always been interested in, in the monarchy um, because I've never really, even before I was your age, Ben, I never really got it. It, it, it just struck, struck me, always struck me, even as, as I say, as a boy, what a supremely odd thing this was. I mean, you know, in a modern, in a modern world, we still have a queen or a king, but it was in my lifetime, it's always been a queen and yours too. Uh, uh, where you know when we live in a we supposedly live in a democratic uh, society where our leaders the people with power are elected by the people um, so you know I get the idea of having a head of state and an independent head of state but really the queen and the monarch has never struck me as being independent because she effectively does the prime minister's bidding Mm. Um, so I think that's kind of odd, but also all the all the um, elitism and all the wealth and the public money that goes into it. This family supporting this family, and I have I have nothing against the people. You know, I think the people are they're just human beings like the rest of us. Yeah. We we have elevated them to this you know sort of extraordinary, almost godlike position. Um, so we've done that, but in doing so, uh, we've surrounded them, of course, with enormous wealth, or they've su yeah, they've surrounded themselves with it at our expense. Uh, and we've we've also given them an institution, or an institution has formed around them by uh, by which they are really trapped. To you, actually, Harry uses that word, doesn't he, in the yeah. interview? Uh, they're trapped, and it's and it's ruined so many of their lives. <laughs> we can talk more about that, but and also the other thing is, you know, you have this image of a of a king or a queen as someone in robes and you know a crown and looking extremely regal and so on. And the Queen has always struck me, and with no offence to her, because I think she is a wonderful woman, but she's always struck me from the time that I was a small boy as, you know, it, almost like the woman next door. I mean, she always, I always remember her wearing a headscarf, you know, and her, her again, without any offence, all her speeches are really dull. I mean, they are all scripted. Yeah. And, you know, read, obviously, because they're scripted, and that is the most boring way you can make an address, really, isn't it? So yeah. anyway, so I've sort of so for my generation, Ben, for my generation, I am an oddity. You might say in many ways, but uh, I I am an oddity on this subject because most of my generation, and I'm surrounded by them here where I live, mm. they are all you know very, very in favor of the monarchy. Oh, it's wonderful, blah, 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 blah. And I can't, I can't say anything. I feel a bit like when I used to live in Florida when I couldn't say anything to question the existence of God. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as that, but it's, it's sort of close to that. So anyway, just moving on, and actually since I've brought uh, Florida into it, into it where, I, where I used to live, um, uh, that's where I first was introduced to Meghan Markle, long before the, any she was had anything to do with 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 Harry. 
Uh, because we we uh, we subscribed to this service while we were there that we found out about, where they would send you DVDs in the post for you to rent, watch them, and then you'd send them. They'd send you envelopes, and and you'd send them back. I, I remember that that Netflix used to be like that before. That's it became, what I was going to say. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That was the beginnings of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember my dad ages ago having DVDs delivered in the in the mail. It's, a, it's weird to think what it is now. Yeah, so uh, that, as while we were still living there, and we were there for 12 years, while we were still living there, it morphed into the streaming service that it is now. Yeah. And, one, and, the, and they had a series of, you know, very engaging. I remember the first one I really was excited about was 24 Hours. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, never. With uh, Kiefer O'Sullivan in it. Um, I have heard of it, but I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it. That's what really got me hooked on, on Netflix in the beginning. Um, and then another one was Suits. And Suits is the, is, is the um, episodic series that Meghan Markle starred in and became, yeah. became famous through. And we, we, um, we, we were... Um, we were engrossed in that. We wanted to keep watching that, keep watching it. And I, th- I thought she was great in it. I mean, you know, people make disparaging remarks about she's a B, a B, what do you call it? B-rate B- actor. Is that what you B call star? it? B-star? Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Second-rate actress mm. sort of thing. I think that's very, very unfair. I thought she was, I thought she was very good in that. Um, and uh, we, en- we enjoyed it. And then, of course, this all this happens, and she... Because she was she was clearly making a lot a lot of money yeah uh, from her acting career. I think she lived in Canada at the time in Toronto, I believe. Yeah, she says she mentioned something like that in the interview. Right, and uh, and so you know, I I thought it I thought it was a a wonderful thing for Harry when he met her and fell in, and they fell in love with each other because you know I I've always thought that the that the royal family for the reasons I've sort of alluded to already is is a toxic place to live your life yeah and and uh i said um to my wife kiki you, nana kiki to you um i said uh to her you know i don't see that going well because she is a very independent woman she's you know she's got a, an, a she's got opinions and i don't think you're allowed to have opinions <laughs> in the royal family. <laughs> um, she's got opinions. And, uh, you know, I think she's going to find it very hard giving up her income, giving up her freedom, and so on and so forth. Um, and I think that it's going to end with them splitting up. Mm. And I think that I was largely right. My predictions or my fears were, were well-founded. But mm. I think the one good thing they've done, Ben is that they have got out of it. They've, yeah. m- they've moved away. And I think that was absolutely the right decision. Right. I agree. So that, I've, laid the, I've, laid the, uh, I've, I've laid the groundwork there. Now, you, you, so you basically see where I'm coming from on this. Mm. So let's hear from you. Um, I would say you're de- I think you'd definitely be in the... Ma- you mentioned being the, the minority of your age group. I think you'd definitely be in the majority of mine. Right. Um, I, but I, I, I think that um, 
I think that a lot of people in my age just don't have a care where they don't they have feel indifferent towards the monarchy is what I get um they don't really care about what they're doing and they, they don't really hate what they're doing um I've always never really un understood it um in in the uh in the same ways that you you did really I I I feel like that she has that the monarchy now has more social uh, influence rather than like political power. They have they have influence over a, a, a lot and lots of people um, just by things that they do or say. Um, but I don't think that they use it. They use it a, a whole lot. Um, and when the when the interview came out, the things that they said, I was not surprised at all. So there was all this debate about: um, Do you believe it? Do you think? Meghan Markle's uh, lying or anything. I, I, while I don't know the the specifics, it the things that they were saying certainly w didn't surprise me at all. Which makes me think that it, the majority of it is true. So you you, you presumably are, are familiar with uh, Piers Morgan and his um, uh, yeah his storming off of the ITV set because he was challenged by the weather the very brave I might say weather, <laughs> weatherman um, who took. Uh, Megan's side. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't. I confess, I haven't followed a lot of that mainly because I think Piers Morgan lives to get a reaction out of people. <laughs> yeah, so I just, true. I just, I just normally ignore what he's doing. But I, I do. I he did he was he fired or was he did he quit? I was well, told I, he was. Yeah, I, it's a good question. I I think that he technically he quit, mm. but I think in actuality he was fired because I think they. ITV required him to apologize and let's say make certain utterances that he mm. that were unpalatable to him and I think yeah, he, was, yeah. he was probably going along with that because he wanted to keep his job because it, it's a great you know he has great ratings on that show he's obviously done it you know the show's uh, well, ratings are a lot of good but I, I think that when he was faced with a <laughs> a weatherman who was you know challenging him yeah and he would i think he would consider that you know so far beneath his status to be <laughs> to have his opinions challenged by a mere yeah. weatherman um i think that that would have just been the last straw for him but it struck me as really odd because you know normally he would be just standing there and or sitting there and defending his obnoxious yeah it, the, the weirdest thing for me was of all of the the conversation all of the topics that they have discussed it was the royal family that led him to get to lose his job and and lead him to storm off i yeah. thought i thought that that was, that was probably one of the least controversial things that he could have <laughs> that could have happened on but um I think he's gone to join some some right wing radio talk show now or something. Oh, I don't like know. That. You, you're you're ahead of me. I I don't I don't that, that, don't know about that unless uh, it's talk radio. Is it talk radio? Uh, I can't remember. All that's this isn't. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. My friend just told me that he he has gone to to join to join that. Um, but that may or may not be true. Okay, well I'll find out. That that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that I, I'm. All, I just think it was really. Not a, you know, why would you why would you take the view that that somebody who is who who makes a statement which as I say for, I agree with you it sounded it all sounded perfectly mm. uh, 
pers- perfectly forecastable, really. I mean, you know, what she what she was saying. Uh, why would you why would you just proclaim that you don't believe a word she says? Yeah. You know, the, 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 she she said I was feeling suicidal. Who the hell is he mm. to say? Well, you're lying about feeling suicidal. It's an awful thing to, to lie I asked, about. I asked for help. So number one, I was feeling suicidal. I number two, I asked for help, and I and I was uh, I was told no, that wouldn't look good for the monarchy mm. or for the institution. Well, that all sounds that all has the ring of credibility for me. Britain has always been awful with with mental health and and just trying to silence people for for well trying for, to get be, their for, help. for belittling it. I mean, yeah. you, you know, the, the, that's that's right. But the royal family, particularly, and I mean, mm. everyone is you're, you're you're expected to grin and you know whatever happens to you, you're just expect expected to put up with it and not not comment or not react or you know what human being. It can do that, uh, mm. especially when just awful things are being being uh, said about you. Um, but what did you think, just looking at the key points from the interview, obviously we've discussed the mental health aspect, I mean, which I think is, you know, that all sounded, that had the ring of truth, you know, yeah. everything that she said about, yeah. she because she had all that independence and the ability to speak about things and defend herself, all that had been stripped away from her, and she was lonely, really, she, she described loneliness, being in, being in this, you know, this, this crystal palace, but not being, you know, really not having any real friends, or not being able to see yeah. her friends, she was told that she couldn't have lunch with her friends, because she was too, you know, she was all over the place, whereas in reality, all, all that was all over the place is people <laughs> saying bad things about her. Mm. So that all you know, it all sounds reasonable. That how desperate she was feeling. Also, you think back to to Harry's mother. You know, like like he said, history was repeating itself. Yeah, it's exactly how I would react. I think if I was put put in her shoes, I think I. That's why it was so believable and, and understandable. I think that's exactly what how I would the emotions that I would go through in that situation. Sure. So the, the, I think the real bombshell of all bombshells was the was the concerns being expressed about how dark Megan's baby might be. Yeah. What did you think about that? Um, well, I, I thought it was um, I thought it was disgusting, but not surprising to be yeah, honest with you. I, I agree. Not surprising. You know. Mm. I mean. I don't know who it was. We don't know who it was. There have been denials and so on and so forth. But I can remember that um, the Queen's husband, Prince um, Philip, has been known to say (laughs) pretty fruity things (laughs) uh, with with a racial connotation. I mean, and he does come from, I mean, he's nearly 100 years old, isn't he? I mean, he Mm. does come from, you know, you've heard, probably um, heard, Little Tone and me argue about these things because she wants to tear down statues and you know, <laughs> and uh, stick pins in the corpse of Winston Churchill and things like that. Um, but I remind her whenever she does that that her own grandparents have uh, <laughs> you know have said things um, that are well they're racist let's face it but then my parents did mm. uh, you know because we've. Ch- you, 
the world moves on. And I think in a hundred years time, people are going to look at things that we said and be like, oh my God, did they really say that? Yeah, I think, maybe. They probably um, say that about me. They won't say about that. You, about that oh, oh, well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, it, I, I could, I could it, it feels right. You know, it feels very believable. Mm. And, and I wouldn't condemn that. You know, I, I think the, the way to deal with that would be to sort of laugh it off. I mean, because, <laughs> you know, I can remember my parents saying sort of things about, uh, well, things of a, of, a, of a racial, that you could interpret in a, a racist way. Mm. Um, but I just put it down to their, you know, their great age and growing up in a completely different, well, I mean, you, you, in their um, time, that you'd have advertisements saying, we, we want to rent this flat. It's, you know, it's 50 pounds a week to rent this flat, but we don't allow any Irish mm. people. I, I, I just, I think the main, the main concern for me is the amount of influence that these people, that, that they have over the, the population of England and the Commonwealth and everything, that, that their attitudes might transfer I think I think what was what was more what was more concerning to me than the um like the asking how dark the archie will be I think was the like removal of any security and the the, the titles from uh from the 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 baby just just for for seemingly no reason they just thought that they they just decided that they weren't going to protect this child or well, that, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that, that's one of the things that has been stated as being an obvious, quote, lie because um, he wouldn't have been, Archie wouldn't be entitled to be a prince. But what I think they were saying, my recollection of the interview was that uh, he would be entitled to be a prince if, if Charles, his grandfather, had gone on the throne. And they were saying, no, not in those circumstances even which would yeah. be normal that would be the normal protocol and they were talking about changing the protocol so that in the event of charles being king that would not occur i think that was what was so worrying to me because for a for an institution that's so set on like not like no change and and how and running it how it has been to suddenly change for for this one child it seems very suspicious and it makes you think of why and mm. and it, do, it does lead you to go to some some dark reasons as to why yeah and and they were saying you know on the one hand there is the title but it, it but what concerned them as parents was that uh not so much not having the title for archie but the fact that that meant automatically that he would no therefore security. have his no have they they as a family would not have security so i'm not sure you know i, th I think what i think i would like to hear the other side of all that but but it, it does seem clear that their security was cut off because harry said he had to pay for his own security and um that feels very unfair because much as i don't like the institution of the monarchy the fact is, the people that are in that position now are, are in that position by accident of birth. Mm. And if they've had that inflicted on them, and as a result of that, they incur a risk to their safety as people, 
then I think that the country does have a duty to protect them. I agree. Um, so to withdraw that was really a cruel, and it, it seems a rather mean-spirited step. Especially regarding all the, the hatred, particularly that Meghan got from both the press and the public. Um, it just seems... It just, it just seems very... Um, I, don't, I can't think of the word, but... Um, of all the people to to not give give set, uh, protection to the person that's received probably the most hate out of the, the royal family in some time i mean I, I i i can't remember the um the press going after um maybe this is just my memory because it was i can't remember too well but um prince andrew was it who was allegated of being a pedophile for well um, i mean he's in deep trouble um yeah. you know i mean you know he's he's linked to um jeffrey epstein and yeah uh, yeah Ghislaine, or haven't you pronounced her name? Gillen or Ghislaine Maxwell, um, you know, in in relation that well, Jeffrey Epstein was certainly guilty of procuring young girls and you know raping them or sexually abusing them or whatever. Um, and it's it looks like Ghislaine Maxwell is being implicated as being the person who procured a string of girls for him. And, uh, of course, one of those girls is alleged, we must stress the word alleged, mm. um, uh, to have been procured for um, Jeffrey Epstein and, and, and it is alleged for um, Prince Andrew too, was the girl that he is photographed with his arm around, which I'm sure you've seen that photograph. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, so... You know, it does seem that there there is some evidence flying around that he, you know, that he was certainly, um, shall we say, uh, he, shall we say, he didn't associate his associations were questionable. Let's put mm. it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. And his conduct was was question is open to question. Definitely. Um, and yet, you know, the rock. He's not really cooperating, as far as we can see, with with law enforcement in the USA in that legal proceeding. The FBI want to interview him, don't they? And Cur the not royal off. family, not <laughs> off. <laughs> 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 yeah, they do. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I think that the royal, you know, I think the institution of the palace and the royal family seem to be, um, shall we say, not being entirely cooperative with that process. Mm. Um, so, you know. How does that look? <laughs> um, you know, from what from the messages I'm getting from largely from the US side, it it's it's falling into it's for the arguments on one side or the other seem to align very much along the lines of left-right politics, something that we often discuss. <laughs> Those on the right seem to be staunchly behind uh, the monarchy. And we know where the right left we've discussed, haven't we? Where right yeah. left comes from, and how that's linked was linked to the French monarchy. And those on the on the left seem to be the opposite. They seem to be, you know, where we are. Although I don't consider, well, I'm usually considered le right leaning, um, but I don't. Con I certainly don't consider myself left leaning. And yet I have the views that I've expressed. You know, I feel I feel sorry for Harry and and Meghan. I'm glad yeah, that the definitely. Queen has, and I was pleased to read the statement that the Queen issued. Did you, you, you 
Um, it was that it was uh, we're looking into the the issues regarding racism and it will be solved within the family or was it was that a different one? Yeah, I mean, she it, it was you know they were I I'm paraphrasing, but it, yeah. you know they were they were mortified to hear you know to hear what they what Harry and Meghan had to say. Um, you know this is but these are things that we will uh, we will reach out uh, to to resolve not their words my interpretation um you know event um recollections may vary that was a bit of a loaded statement but <laughs> but uh, you know i i can certainly i'm sh- i'm sure there are different versions um of uh, of these events uh, but nevertheless, you know, we're going to solve it as a family, and uh, we, you know, we absolutely love Meghan and Harry and Archie. Um, I have I think to say, that was the I, right. Go on. Yeah, go. I, I have to say, I do feel sorry for the Queen. I, because Harry was very much defending the Queen throughout the throughout the interview, and I do think that she's she's just this poor old woman that everyone below her is is responsible for these things, and because she's the figurehead. And so I don't believe that she's sort of like this manipulative woman that's silencing Meghan uh, and causing all these problems. I just, I think that the entire institution as a whole is responsible. And- well, as always, Ben, I think you've nailed it. I mean, I think she comes over as, you know, as having a heart of gold. You know, I've never had anything personally against her. Um, I've And I've always respected her uh, i just you know i just don't agree with the with the institution of the monarchy mm. um but that's not her fault she's all she's all, she's fulfilled more than fulfilled in in every way the you know her duties and role you know, within the context of that anachronistic outdated elite you know, <laughs> structure she's she's done it and she's done it with great um skill and sensitivity and and so on so uh, and this i think is uh, th- this is consistent with that the way i, I see her hand in this i that i i would suspect that the institution probably wanted to issue something much more defensive and robust and i think she would have said no you know this is a family matter and uh, we've got to deal with it with love and um you know, these are these are these are, are loved family members, and we must deal with it accordingly. So that I see her hand in that, and I think you're right. Um, anyway, uh, they both spoke highly of the Queen, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Megan just described her as as uh, an old, a lovely old lady, I think, or something like along those lines. So. Well, you know, it's, it certainly came across to me. She, the, I think, she said they, they said that you know the Queen had been wonderful to them, you know, throughout, and I, I would absolutely expect that that to be the case. Yeah, um, it was a bit of an interesting revelation that they they say they got ma- that their real marriage was three days before the great big public wedding that we all saw. Um, yeah, yeah, I was I was um, shocked to. Uh, I didn't think that that would be allowed by the institution of, of everything. I thought that the um, that the wedding should they would have wanted the wedding to be the actual wedding, but I'm not surprised to be honest. I think that's what I would have wanted in that situation. <laughs> well, again, I think it's entirely credible, mm. um, and yet I think uh, that that's been described as a lie too. So it'd be interesting to see what the, what the truth is on that, or whether we will see the, the truth on that. 
I think um, I think a lot of these issues will remain. We will never find out. I just I think that the uh, the the monarchy is so don't t- there's so reserved in what they say to the press. I don't think anything anything will come out really. So what do you think, Ben? Do you think that the monarchy will continue beyond this queen? Um, I think I think it will. Do you? I I, I think that um, there's so much uh, money involved in in it that it won't. Maybe not in the in the strength that it has been, but I think that it will continue in in some form. I think that there's so much money involved both in tourism and that they make themselves that it's bound to continue in some form i i don't i think these things always if it is going to go away it will be a gradual pro- process it won't be sudden this the no longer um the monarchy will no longer continue That's what yeah I, I mean i i i think i'm prepared to uh agree with you on that um I, I that it will be gradual but on the other hand i'm i'm not sure i can visualize you know after the queen's death um i can't quite visualize who's going to step into that role i can't but vi- i mean it's supposed to be charles yeah but charles is an old man now he, like me yeah. he's older than me he, quite a bit older than me. Um, and I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I th- he seems to want to step into those shoes. I'm not sure that he will be quite regarded in the same way as the Queen is regarded. And I, 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 think, that, I think that the, the vacuum that she leaves might give rise to pause as to whether we want to continue very much longer. Let's say beyond, so let's say Charles does step into that role. And uh, obviously, you know, he would know how to fulfill it. Mm. Uh, But I can't see anyone beyond that, really. Yeah, I, I think, I guess the way I see that happening is that just more and more people do what Harry and Meghan have done and, and pull out of the Royal family. Cause it is such a, a toxic environment. And, and yeah, I, I think that if that was going to happen, it would, it would be not from outside. I think it would be from inside that it will just, people will elect not to cooperate with it anymore. Yeah. Because I mean, let's face it. They don't have a life. Yeah. They don't have a life really. Um, and, uh, when I heard Harry say, well, you know, I'm happy now. I didn't realize I was trapped before, but I, now I've met, you know, the woman of my dreams in Megan. I'm, I'm here, I'm in Los Angeles, and I'm, we're not, you know, harassed over here. We haven't, you know, it's quite, it's quite a different thing. We're just living a family life. We walk on the beach. You know, we go and have a pizza or whatever it is. They couldn't do that in the UK. No. They couldn't do that. And I think, yes, I could, I totally understand that. Yeah. Totally understand that. I'd be a lot happier with where they are now than being part of the royal family. I, yes, I know so, that for certain. Yeah, so I hope you know. I hope that they. I mean, it sounds as though they're going to stick with their decision, and I think I think for them, for their lives, I think it's the right decision for them. I agree. Okay, well, that was a great chat. Thank you, and I really enjoyed it. So, what's going to be interesting is um, I can probably do do one one on one with Tony, uh, little Tone. 
Um, hopefully, she'll feel better tomorrow. And uh, we can, you know, we can look at that episode and see how it differs from, <laughs> from this one. Um, I, I can't really predict where her mind is on it, but I, uh, I haven't discussed it with her in any detail. But um, I'd be very interested to find out what her views are as well. But thank you very mm. much, Ben. No that, was, that was amazing. Really enjoyed the talk. Um, I hope you, dear listeners, also in, in enjoyed it. Would love to have your feedback. I'm getting you feedback, you know, even as I'm talking here. <laughs> I'm getting feedback because I've been having it all week, for, as I've said, from friends and colleagues, um, in particularly in Canada and the United States. Some, some from England, but actually, most interest, most of the interest is from North America. Yeah, that, the, they, they seem to they seem to care more about the Queen than, than people that I know. They do, and I think that this has shocked them because I think they've had a kind of fairy tale like perspective. Well, that's what Megan said, wasn't it? That she thought it would be like a fairy tale. She did say she did say that. You're right, um, and I think it's been a little bit shattered. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, I'm not surprised that they are so. Um, hotly interested in this but uh, anyhow uh, as i say thank you again every uh, ben and everybody and uh, we will certainly look forward to hearing your views uh, we love we read everything that you send us and uh, we we love to get that uh, those comments so please do um, do that and please do share this with uh, if you like it uh, do share this uh, with your friends and and family so thanks again thank you ben Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Thanks all. Bye for now.